Jonah. What's up? Guess what, dude? What did you do? I had one of the best weekends ever. Why? Okay, so I flew out to L.A. Friday night mm-hmm. and got in really late, like around midnight, slept for about four hours, woke up, and I went to Hamilton auditions. Hamilton auditions? Wait, so like how... What was your audition like? Like, tell me how you got there. Well, it was it was such a, like a it wasn't really a spur of the moment thing, but it kind of was because I saw the postings probably like two weeks earlier, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Uh, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna audition. I haven't really prepared for it, but I'm gonna take these two weeks and prepare as much as possible, get some vocal training, rest, and do the damn thing. Bought a plane ticket, about two hundred bucks, flew out, and just went for it, man. All right, so so I want you to describe this to us. The door's open. What happens at the ha- the Hamilton auditions? I just can't believe you went to the Hamilton auditions. Dude, I went to the Hamilton, Hamilton auditions. auditions. Wow, okay, the person the person in front of me is doing really well. She she's been in there for quite a while now. Oh, oh geez, okay, she's belting. She's belting. Everyone can hear the the building is made out of glass. <sighs> All right, I'm next. I'm next. Okay. God, I'm sweating. My palms are sweating. I hope they don't ask me to shake hands. All right. No need to slate. Just go ahead when you're ready. Don't slate my name? Okay. I won't slate my name. Just go in there. Yep. Just go when you're ready. Thank you. Hi. How's it going? All right. Yep. Sure. No problem. Here I go. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, is life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse, I'm brown. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a spick. Yo, pull the trigger, kill a homie, he's a hero. Get a crack to the kids, who the hell cares? One less hungry mouth on the welfare. First ship them, dump and let them deal the brothers. Give them guns, step back, watch them kill each other. It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said. Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead. I got love for my brother but we can never go nowhere unless we share with each other we gotta start making changes learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers now that's how it's supposed to be how could the devil take a brother if he's close to me uh i let it go back to when we played as kids but things change and that's the way it is that's just the way it is things will never be the same that's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. Did you write that yourself? Nah. Tupac. This is Mindful Meets Messy, the podcast. Nah, Tupac. She literally said, she literally asked me, did you write that yourself? <laughs> nah, Tupac. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> the only thing is, that, like, I can only imagine myself in your situation. I wouldn't know what to say either. I, if someone didn't know a Tupac song, <laughs> I'd just be like, um. No, like one one of the greatest one of the greatest rappers in the entire world. Not only is he one of the greatest rappers of all time, and is that he's 
the most well-known rappers of all time, but that song <laughs> is like, like the third most recognized popular song of Tupac, made by Tupac. You know what, Carlos? I want to thank you, though, for recreating that whole scene of your audition for us. <laughs> and also, Railsy is in the studio right. with us. Go ahead and say, what's up, Railsy? What's up? This is Railsy with my friends Jonah and Carlos. Yeah. So happy to be here. <laughs> so I'm Jonah Price. I'm Carlos Mendoza. And this is Mindful Meets Messy. And Carlos, you went to Hamilton Auditions. That's crazy. And you told me earlier that this was just a completely different experience in how you usually go to auditions. Yeah, I mean, when you usually go to auditions, uh, especially in L.A., um, they're super competitive. I mean, everyone's out to land the role, right? Everyone's out to get the job, to book the job. So uh, as soon as you step into the doors, into the audition rooms, first of all, you see a lot of people that look like you. If you've ever been to any of the, these auditions, mm -hmm. especially ones that you've been invited to, um, you all look the same. It's already kind of typecasted for you. Um, so you just kind of you feel kind of uncomfortable seeing all these people same height, same color hair, same type of skin complexion, whatever, man. It just it's already set up like a competition. So the tensions there and you can just see everyone trying to outdo the other person. But for these auditions it was it was the complete opposite. Mm. As soon as I got there, um, there was a good line outside, but uh, compared to a lot of big Broadway, big scale auditions, the line actually wasn't that bad. We probably only waited in line for about 30, 45 minutes. Um, but as soon as we got there, I went there with, with a really good friend that lived out in L.A. We got there and we were joking around. We were being, we, we were being silly just to kind of ease the tension. And... Uh, as soon as we started joking around, people around us in the line started joining in and like laughing and like making jokes with us. That was the first thing that I noticed. Um, once we got into inside of the the, so this was the the auditions were inside of this big church. Um, I forget what type of church it was, but it was huge and they had a gym and everything. And the gym is where they checked everyone in and mm -hmm. gave us a number. If you've ever been to like an American Idol audition or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we're waiting in there, and we get our number, and they call groups of numbers, uh, probably like every 10 minutes. So a group of 10 to 15 people get called up. They line up and whoosh, take them out to the next room where they audition in front of the casting directors. Um, but I swear to you, every time they would call a group of people to get up, the whole room erupted in cheers and in claps and just in affirmations. <laughs> Break legs, you can do it. The whole room, dude, erupted. And you could just see, you can just see the people turn nervous, turn from nervous into like, wow, these people got my back in this room. I'm gonna have a great audition. And you know what's funny? I haven't actually had the same experience that you've had because I don't audition very much. But even when I did the cattle call with um, American Idol, mm -hmm. it wasn't like that at all. Like, no one had your back. Everyone was against each other, and it was the most annoying thing. I I was so dumbfounded on how arrogant people were, but how not good they were, that I just couldn't take it seriously. I got to my audition, and I was laughing so hard. Isn't, so, isn't an American Idol audition also, like, a weekend-long thing? It's a long process, isn't it? 
it is a long process because not only do you go there and it's and it's never a weekend, uh-huh. like it's never a weekend. But um, you, even though American Idol's over, yeah, you would go and you would uh, get a wristband, and then after you got the wristband, then you would uh, try to audition, and then it just it was it was, it just was a cattle call. It was a horrible cattle call, and it wasn't that fun. How how many people would you say was there? Oh, dude, I don't know. It was in Dodger Stadium. There were so many people. Oh, I mean, yeah, the stadium wasn't. They was they wasn't filled, but it was still a ton of people. Yeah, you know, and it just I don't know. There's so many people, but I got to meet Ryan Seacrest. Um, yeah, it was cool. That's cool. That, don't you have like a picture with a group of people that was? I on, do. I got on, on American. The website <laughs> I or did. Something? I did get on American Idol's website as well. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. So you went. You went and you uh. You did the audition, and after the audition, uh, you did you meet any friends there? Because you know people in L.A. Yeah, so the great thing about this audition is not only was everyone really supportive, but I had a, I had a partner in crime that came with me that housed me. I didn't have to stay at a hotel, so we went together, um, and we, we prepped and we warmed up together in the morning. And funny enough, I met um, an old high school buddy that that was there at the audition before I arrived. He had already been there. And this was a guy that I had done musical theater with in high school. Um, I knew he was going to be there, but I had no idea I was going to bump into him. Or I mean, I had this idea that it was going to be like a Dodger Stadium scenario, and there was just no way I was going to bump into someone that I knew. Um, but I did. I did. And, um, and this guy... This guy's a real Hamilton fan. Like, I follow him on social media, and he's always posting about, you know, uh, uh, he's always posting himself rapping to one of the songs or singing one of the songs. And he actually, I don't know if he got a group together or if somehow he auditioned for something, but he was part of this Hamilton touring group that went around and basically recreated the songs and performed them for live audiences. So he was part of this this Hamill group. Ham- Hamill group, yeah, which is kind of a phenomenon because the musical is fairly new. It's still out, still out on Broadway, it's still touring. So for groups to already emerge in such a short span of time is kind of amazing. Yeah, it is. There's so many people that love it. And I have another caller on the line. Let's check it out. All right. Yo, Hello. Yo, hey man. What's up? You're on Mindful Meets Messy. You just called in? Yeah, I did just call in. Not <laughs> expecting. <laughs> well, we are uh, doing the podcast I called, right now. I seem to call that very often for some reason. Yes, you do. You do call in during the podcast, which is fine. I don't mind you calling in the podcast. But we're talking about, uh, so no. Carlos Mendoza, my co-host, he, we, uh, he went to the Hamilton auditions. If you don't know what oh. Hamilton, do you even know what Hamilton is, Hoden? It's a Shakespeare play. <laughs> that that's really that's really funny. That's really funny because I don't think Hamilton was around when Shakespeare was, but that is a. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> you know, I went. You know, <laughs> I don't even know. I, nah, Tupac. <laughs> that's that's my response. That's what I always thought it was. So there. Nah. Obviously, I don't know. Nah. Lynn Manuel <laughs> Miranda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, I think. Yeah. Anyway, I, continue. Wait, I I have to, I have to finish this up because I, I want I want to help you out here. 
I think you mean Hamlet. That one, yeah. You're right. There it is. There it is. Thank you. So, Either way, there's a ham in it. Th thanks for the assist, Jonah. I just, I, I couldn't leave you hanging there like like you were crazy because it's close. Hamilton, it Hamlet. And if you're not a play person, you're just assuming that things happen and you're like, okay, that wins that one, but it's not. It's an easy miss. Yeah. Well, it's, it's I fair. figure audition to something that starts with ham, you know, must be Shakespeare. Close enough. Yeah, must ham bone. It must be Shakespeare. I have a ham feeling. Bone. I have a feeling you'd be good at charades. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> like you know, like the like the whole word association thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> We're going so off track right now. <laughs> uh, teasers. They're, these these are all okay. teasers. <laughs> Hamilton, Sorry. written by okay. William Shakespeare. Um, okay, so you bring up charades, and the funny thing is, like, me and Odin have known each other. Okay, for the listeners out there, me and Odin have known each other so long our friendship can drink. That's how long we've known each other, and we're not even that old. Um, but our friendship is. But our friendship is. <laughs> and so we have another mutual friend, Azarone Perkins, and that boy and his wife love board games mm -hmm. that is like the thing that we play and so uh i introduced odin to ace and so what we just ended up getting together all the time to have game nights yeah and one of the things that we play is cranium have you ever played cranium <laughs> i don't i don't think so no okay cranium is a creatives game um and uh -huh. it, well, basically it's a performer's game you have to be an artist of some sort or you have to be uh, an actor or, you know, one of those kind of creative types to be able to get right. your image across so that you get points. Anyways. Which I am none of the above, by the way. Odin is a mechanic by trade. Mm -hmm. Which nothing against mechanics. They, Odin acknowledges the fact that we both think we're differently. Not we're, we, we're, we're not the same. Yeah. He, no. Odin, how would you describe me uh, mechanics thinking? Literally, mechanically, technically. Right, and so you bring it up, he would be good at trades. Mm -hmm. The thing is, we've basically played trades multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> and on the same team, I assume. On the same team, against each other. And how does that work out, Odin? Usually doesn't work out very well until we come up with the more... Um, there's that section that has like spelling or um, like facts. Right, for cranium. Pretty good with the facts. Right, yeah. okay, right, okay. Right. I think so. Yeah, it's funny. Unless I'm like... thinking of another game like I was with the play thing. <laughs> That's possible. Well, it's, it's also funny because like he, he, he's right. He does well with the facts. And then the funny thing is, Odin knows the randomest facts ever. <laughs> like, there'll be like simple facts. I'm like, no, Odin, it's this. And he's like, no, it's B. And I'm like, no, it's D. I'm, I'm, I know it's D. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure it's B. Uh -huh. But it's one of those things like, what's one plus one? It's two. And he'll be like, no, 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 no. It's 15. And I'm like, no, it's, it's two. I'm, I'm sure it's two. He's like, no, that's 15. And he makes everybody doubt them because he usually knows weird facts. Right. But for the non-weird ones... I don't. It's it's not it's not always, but it's it's very it shows a pattern that 
you won't get it all the time. It's not. It's <laughs> not. It's not a con- consistent, it's not consistent, reliable yeah. source. Exactly. Uh-huh, exactly. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So it's it's, <sighs> yeah. I do know random facts though. He does. He knows Completely a lot of random facts. Like he like he'll know that the average human eats eight spiders in their sleep, but he <laughs> won't know that spiders have eight legs. Right. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. But he knows spiders have eight legs. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 Well, I hope wait, so. Wait. Wait. Odin, do you know spiders have eight legs? Yes, I do. Okay. Woo. Most spiders. <laughs> <laughs> do you know camel spiders aren't spiders? <gasps> but Whoa. those aren't spiders. <gasps> well, those aren't spiders, they have though. six legs. But, yeah, because, but because they're not spiders. They're just named spiders. It's a misnomer. They are named spiders. It's Someone just, had it wrong there. Yeah, those idiots. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so we're going to have to talk to Ace sometime. And uh, <laughs> Odin is actually one of the people to... Uh, talk to if you ever need to know anything about me. He probably mm-hmm. forgot about it, so ask Odin. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on. Hey, Odin, thanks for calling That's in. True. Um, I will definitely call you back and we can talk more about whatever. All right. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you later, man. Take care, Odin. Talk to you later. Right, bye. Love you. Bye. Anyways, we're talking about you and your friend that you met, and he does all this Hamilton stuff, and he's super excited to audition. Go ahead, shoot. Um, and I bumped into him. I bumped into this guy to my friend who just loves everything about Hamilton. And I knew he was, he was prepping for the audition and I wanted him to do so well because this was something he was looking so forward to. Um, he's seen the show in LA. He's, uh, gone to, uh, travel to, uh, Chicago to see the touring cast there. And he actually worked with a friend previously who, um, just got cast in the ensemble for for a touring Hamilton show, so he's he's in the mix, right? He's trying he's trying to um, also pursue pursue that dream and um, connect himself into into the show somehow. So so I saw him at the audition, and right away I actually could tell his energy was a bit different. Um, he had already auditioned because he had arrived early, and. I just I, I felt something off. Um and I kinda you know what, Jonah, I kinda wanna call him to to ask him what what he was going through. All right, you wanna call him? Yeah, let's, let's give him a call. Give, we'll, we'll give him a call and see uh see what's up and uh let's find out. Okay. You know, he probably doesn't even know Mindful's number. I, t- I texted him saying that we're calling from a different phone. Oh, okay. Okay. Hello? Hey, Alex. This is Carlos. Uh, you're on air with Mindful Meets Messy. Hey, Alex. I'm Jonah. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. Uh, is this a good time to call you? Uh, I thought it was going to be a good time, and I thought it was going to be free, but there's like... I'm driving right now uh-huh. to this thing. Yeah, and, like, I have to focus on, because it's, like, an audition thing, so. Gotcha. Okay. Like yeah. It's, like, it's an audition for driving? No. It's, <laughs> I'm driving <laughs> to an audition oh. or, like, a sh- like a film, so I'm, like, going to do my lines as I drive. Oh, do you want to just do your lines? Yeah, I'm going to do my lines as I drive. Yeah, you could go ahead and just do your, just do your lines. We'll listen. What? You can just oh, wait, go- am I on the pod? 
you're on the you're, you're on the you're on, you're on the podcast right now. What? <laughs> what is happening, world? What? Hello, I'm currently driving like a madman on my way towards Long Beach. I'm about to go to this short film. I hope I get it. Um, basically, hey. hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Um, basically, I can't say too much about the film. I can say like a little bit of like the lines for this like general guy. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of. So, so, uh, give me, give me some generals. Just give me some general things that you can say. Okay, like, uh, can I curse? Is that allowed? Sure. I mean, you can curse. I'm gonna bleep you out anyways. But yeah, you can curse. Great. That's great. Hey, bitch, get your fucking ass over here now. What did I do? Hey, fuckface! Oh. Hey, fuckface! I'm looking at you. Yeah, you get your fucking ass over here right now. Oh no. That's all I can say. <laughs> are you are you auditioning for like a CSI? What? Like no, well, he can't say. He can't say. Oh right, but he okay. It sounded like I like an iced tea character. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know, the, fun, the funny thing is, your voice out of that whole thing that you just did, like your whole fo your whole voice is just gonna be, hey, beep, hey, beep, 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 beep. hey, beep. Be magic, <laughs> magic. Talk about concept. Hey man, I ho I hope you get it. I hope you really get it. Thank you. Yeah. I hope so too. I mean, obviously, that's like that part is like. I'm getting somebody's attention and whatnot, but like the rest of the scene, you know, there's more than that. It's like kind of funny and it's like a funniest like call to action type scene. All right, so here, here, here let me try it. Alex, right? Yeah. Alex is in a car driving to an audition where he yells out obscenities. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't. Totally I'm, not, I'm, I'm truly improv. I just can't do it with a straight so face. Accurate. I'm not reading anything. If that was the trailer to the movie, Although, I'm watching uh, it. I should, I should probably call you back because I think I missed my exit. So. Hey man, be safe. Be, be safe. safe. All right, we'll talk to you later, Alex. If you can call okay. us back, do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And then I, we can talk like actually talk and not me being like bleeping. Let me bleeperton over here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Yeah. Where is this podcast based out of? This is great. I love this. So podcast. We're 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 kind of a traveling podcast, but we're based in in the Bay Area. Uh, right wow. now, right now we're we're traveling out of town for for our current employer, um, and we're in Modesto. I don't know if you've ever been to Modesto, <laughs> but that's where we're currently staying at right now. Wow, that's great. What's the name of the podcast? Mindful Meets Messy. And actually, you can check it out on iTunes if you're ever in the car real often, if you have an iPhone. Totally down with that. I don't have an iPhone. I mean, wait, but I love iPhone products. They're great. Please buy iPhone. Oh, we, we, we are totally not sponsored by iPhone. You have... You don't have to say that. But we are. <laughs> but we appreciate we it. We appreciate it. Uh, do we? I don't know. We're not getting sponsored by uh, Apple. So, but, uh, but Apple products. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, but also, we are on SoundCloud as well. Right now. Nice. Okay. Nice. So. That's awesome. Yeah, just hit us up on our website, mindmeetsmess.com. Nice. Okay. Well, I will call y'all later, and I'd love to chat for longer. Sounds good, Alex. 
And if you ever want to talk to us, you can always talk to us by calling in at 760-855-5601. And if we don't answer, you'll get Little Big Entertainment that we'll pick up and then just leave a message if you have any topics you want to talk about or if you want to add something to our last show. Anyways, we couldn't talk to your friend, yeah, which is cool. But uh, let's talk about auditioning. Yeah. Um, because both <clears throat> you and I have done auditioning a little bit, and we l- talked about careers. Um, we've talked about careers before. Mm-hmm. So, with auditioning, like, what do you do to prep yourself for an audition? First of all, I think it's. I need to put out there that I absolutely hate auditioning, um, and it's one of those ironic things in being an actor and choosing to follow this career path because. I mean, that's the first thing you learn when you study this in school and in high school, right? They teach you, you need to learn how to audition. Auditioning is a skill in itself, right? It's not just acting. It's not just showing your skill, which is why I don't like doing it because... But Carlos, we have to do it. As actors, we have to do it. So what do you do to prepare for an audition, even though you don't like doing it? So in order to prep for something I hate doing, I... First of all, I need to find a piece that relates to the role I'm trying to land. <clears throat> Something that fits in that genre, in that in that whatever, in that character, right? Um, so for for this for for Hamilton, I, I was looking at one of the characters that I I, f- I felt like I I I, f- I felt organic and natural in pursuing. It was the best fit for me. So so I I picked Tupac. I picked Tupac song. Tupac Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, what, what what character were you going for? Uh, John Lawrence. John Lawrence. Tupac. They're the pretty much the same guy. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> if you look at the character descriptions that Lynn uh, put on his uh, an analysis or character breakdown for the show, um, John Lawrence's character was inspired by Nas and Tupac. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Looks like you purposely did that it was intentional it was so i did my research and that's part of the audition right you do your research um and that's what i did i found my song i learned the lyrics it was a song i was was familiar with always choose something you like always choose something you are familiar with right at least that that is going to be in your favor because you're already you've already learned the lyrics somewhat you're already comfortable with it you're already confident with it if you have to learn something new then yeah go ahead that'll take more time though um, but I picked Tupac Changes. It was a song that I knew already. I mastered it. I made it my own. And I also took some vocal lessons to um, learn how to take care of my my voice and to also um, just uh, polish the song up a little bit. So I did that, and that took about uh, two weeks. And I r- a big important thing that I had to do personally was rest my voice. I I literally had to take care of it because I'm prone to losing my voice a lot just because of the work that I do and all the different projects that I'm involved with. So uh, prepping for an audition is hard and strenuous. And I think the big takeaway for this for me is being healthy. I could not have done all that if I wasn't healthy. Um, so that's kind of what I go through, dude. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Or do you have any other like methods or ways of approaching it? I have a completely different way of approaching auditions. And this is not for everybody. So I'm, mm-hmm. s- I'm not saying this is advice I'm giving anyone because everyone, I think, needs to find their own way of doing auditions. But every time I go into an audition, um, people, are, people used to tell me, like, 
just go in there like you've got it already. Be, be the, you know, be what you are. Like you have to make yourself fulfilling prophecy. You believe it, you'll get it, right? And I've gotten to a point, I've, I haven't auditioned a ton, to be honest. I just get roles and that, that sounds stuck up, but I mean, what I mean by that is people, I didn't want to do theater. I didn't want to do theater. It wasn't a thing that I wanted to do, and now it's my full-time job, right? And people have recommended me to do theater constantly because they thought I was good at it, so I kept doing it, and I really enjoyed theater, so I didn't really have a problem not going and doing shows. Like There, there was no draw for me not to do it because I liked it, so I just kept doing it. So this works for me. When I go into an audition, I go in already thinking they have someone else in mind mm -hmm. because then that takes the pressure off of me. I don't have to think about, oh, well, I really want the part. The, the, everyone, uh, there's always someone better than you, right? For me, there's always someone better than me. So if they want to work with me, they want to work with me. If they don't want to work with me, then they don't want to work with me. It has nothing to do with, for me, how well I do. I'm good enough. Now, do I want to be better? Yes. But that's for myself. That's not for anyone else. Mm -hmm. um, so when I go into an audition, I don't, I don't prep the same way everyone else preps. What I prep, I'll prep stuff before I even know about an audition. I know the songs I want to sing. I know the monologues I want to do. The funny thing is I don't ever do monologues for auditions. Um, I just go up and be like, hey, I don't have a monologue. And then they're like, okay, well, can you sing something? Sure. Um, that's usually how it goes. It's not that I can't memorize. It's just I don't think that auditioning is the best way to see the best potential in me because that's not what I am. I'm not an auditioner. I'm a performer. So if you want to see me perform, I'll show you a performance. If you want to see what I do know, I'll show you what I do know. But I'm not going to put myself out there on something I don't know anymore. I'm just, I'm over that. So auditions for me are not about the actual singing or even the monologues. For me, it's just to get to know the casting directors or whoever's there. If I can get to, if they allow me to get to know them, then guess what? We are, I've done my job. If they don't, then they don't wanna work with me. That's fine. But that's probably not someone I wanna work with. And it's, it's no hard feelings, it's a business, I get it. Um, but both sides need to work with someone that they can work with. And understanding that you have to put your faith in someone else for a job, I can't do that. I need to know what I can do, and I will give that to them. If they don't want it, they don't want it. And that's nothing against me, and that's nothing against them. It's just the mat, it's the f what th they want. They have their own opinions and ideas, and you gotta let that go. And it sounds like it's worked out for you very well. I mean, y you're always landing gigs, you're always booking jobs. I mean, yeah, it seems it's you want to work with people that you want to work with. Yeah. And other people want to work with people they want to work with. So if as long as you are doing what you want to do and people want to do it with you, I don't see that being an issue. It really getting getting gigs shouldn't be an issue. It seems like an easy attraction that should happen just because you're doing it. Right. Right. right? And it's and there's no ego involved. That's the best part is mm -hmm. that I don't have to be like, oh, well, I'm super good. I should have got this because right. I shouldn't have got that. Yeah. Right. From, from my perspective, I'm not yeah. saying this is something for everybody. There's people that no, do it I, their own way. I, I agree with your approach. And I, I think that's that's the approach that um, that is is effective. It, it, it is positive. It is just you, you are performing versus auditioning. And that's kind of what I was getting at is, is that I 
I dislike auditioning because it's a skill that you're that you have to develop in order to be judged. Right. That's my perception of it. I know that I'm going into audition being judged on whatever, whether I'm skilled, whether I'm talented or whether I'm likable. Right. I think I think likability is a factor in in auditions. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that's and that's the thing I try. I it's it's a it's a double edged sword. Right. I hate auditions, but I know it's one of those things that can give me opportunities. So I'm still kind of playing that those chess pieces at the moment. Um, but like for this Hamilton audition, um, we had to prep a song and we had to to bring the the sheet music, which is standard for most like Broadway big auditions like that. And there was going to be a, a pianist, pianist. I don't know what's the right way to say that. Pianist. Pianist. And they were gonna do. They were gonna uh, play along with us, um, but I guess last minute the Hamilton casting people threw an audible and um, s separated all the casting directors into different rooms. I guess to be more efficient, and called back people if they wanted to see them again. And if they called them back, then that's when they would um, play along and sing along with the pianist. Um, so in my case, when I started off, like the situation had changed i i was thrown into the fire i wasn't ready for that but my initial and intuitive reaction was hey like even though i prepared there's no reason i need to stop being myself mm. and i and that's what i did i approached it in that mind sense i was going to perform and not audition yeah, and you know what I like about how you approach this audition is that you approached it to do it for you. Yeah. You didn't approach it like, I need to be in Hamilton. No. There was no, like, there was no extra force pushing you to do this. You weren't trying to please anyone. You just did it for you. And then you had a great experience doing it. And that that's... That's what I think matters the most for an audition mm -hmm. is you can't go into it stressed because if you oh, go into yeah. it stressed, it's going to affect you personally. Oh, it's going to break down. You're going to you. be let down. Yeah. And not only that, physically, it will. You'll you'll get sick of so much stress. With stress, stress so much health, so many health issues come with stress. So when you go into an audition, always know that you're you got another gig set up. Just keep going. If you wanna if you wanna do the audition circuit, just keep going and don't don't do auditions for the job. Do it for you because you wanna get better at auditioning. And the thing is, we will never be good at auditioning. The mm -hmm. reason why is because there's someone else judging that. There's always new people judging it. Right. And so pe people can think they're great at auditioning. The truth is they're not. There's no one that can be. Because what's happening is either the people that are saying they're really good at auditions are either just really good at impressing people or they just know a lot of people and they've just been in the circuit. So don't ever compare yourself to other people. Just trust that what you're doing is for you. And if that's what it's for, then I think you will be more successful or you'll be able to see your success more. Well, that's the thing. I think if, if you do work on yourself, right, and, and you, you the focus is on is about bettering yourself and not on I need to be a great auditioner. No, don't focus on being a great auditioner. Focus on being a great performer. Once you're a great performer, I think that'll translate into auditioning along with being confident, mm. right? You can't let the stakes of an audition change or sway your confidence. 
because once your confidence is affected, you're not yourself anymore and you're not performing. And I think that's the skill we need to build as actors, right? We just need to know those differences, know those boundaries and not lose confidence. And that's a skill. That is a skill. It's a skill. And even to add to what you're saying is there's also this fine line between confidence, arrogance, and ego. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to consistently look in the mirror and see who you are as a person. I mean, if you go through the Hollywood life and lose your own humanity, then what have you really done? You're not gaining anything by boosting yourself up and boosting your ego because guess what? There's a team that works around every star that makes them look good. If you can't work with that team and they don't want to work with you, then you're not going to look good because they won't make you look good. Every actor is only as good as its editor for a film. That's how that works. That's the industry. So if you, you can't let down your team, so you've got to work with your team. You can't ever work against it. You're not going solo. You're not a solo person. If you look at any big star, they have a team behind them, and that's why they're good at what they do. Not only are they good as uh, have talent, sometimes they don't even need talent as long as they have a big enough team, right? That's yeah. just how the industry works. So always understand every person you meet is an opportunity to learn. It's always an opportunity to grow and even make a connection, do something greater, uh, because we all need a team behind us. It's all about support, man. And I and to be truthfully honest with you, if that room at the Ham at the Hamilton audition, if that room at the Hamilton audition wasn't as supportive and as easygoing and as just positive as they were. I don't think I would have approached it the same way. I think I would have been affected. I think I think my confidence would have been affected and I would have done the same the same technical things that people teach us in auditions to do. I wouldn't have been myself. Um and but gratefully and eternally thankfully I I was surrounded by all these people of color. I I, I forgot to mention that Th this room was all filled with people of color. Hmm. How amazing is that? That's pretty awesome, dude. Especially for a theater audition. Um, that's a really cool thing yeah. to see. Just a diverse group of people coming together to do something. And you know what? I, I'm, Ooh, I'm, I'm just getting goosebumps I, okay, thinking now I'm, about I'm it, man. I'm going out on a limb here. Uh -huh. But that could have also been what affected that room. Mm -hmm. You know, these are all people that have probably in some way dealt with not being able to get roles because of the color of their skin. Especially you know? in Hollywood. This in is Hollywood. in Hollywood. It's in Hollywood. So to have even an audition where all of you, all of us could come together, even though I wasn't there, I feel like I was a part of it because mm -hmm. all of you guys could come together in a place where there was an opportunity, right? There was, they were looking for us. Yeah, it was more than an opportunity is we're heard, we're seen, we're needed. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's amazing, you know? Yeah, it's cool to think about from, yeah. Oh, man. It went, and so with with all that happening, with all, with all those great and supportive emotion emotions happening, I, I went into the room, into the audition, being myself and being confident and comfortable with the type of performer that I am. And so with the audible they threw at me with not having a, pian a pianist there, you know what I did? 
I beatboxed. I was yeah. like, you know what? I know how to beatbox. That's a skill. I'm a beatbox, we, and I'm a rap into it. We liked it. We heard your audition, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your recreation of your audition. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, man. And, the and I was, I was I, at the end of, at the end of everything, I was very proud of myself. There was, there was no leaf or page unturned. I left that audition knowing that, hey, I just performed for them, and that's it. I hope they liked it. I just, I did what I was supposed to do. Awesome, man. Hey, so that's all the time we have for Mindful Meets Mess. Thank you guys for joining us. But we're excited that there's more to come. This is only episode two. And Carlos, we're, we are going somewhere tomorrow. We decided to keep the festivities going. We're going to Vegas. You know what's funny is that we are sitting right here. We lo are looking at each other. But I'm in San Diego right now. And you are still in the Bay. That's right. That's so meta right now. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird because I'm looking at you right now, but I'm in San Diego. How does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. But so <laughs> tomorrow we're going to Vegas. We're going to be in Vegas together, and we're mm -hmm. going to talk about New Year's resolutions next week. Um, do you want to talk about New Year's re resolutions with Vegas? I haven't even I haven't even thought about New Year's resolutions yet. I got to get a to do list going. Um, well, we've I think we've got more coming for that. We do, and we'll be with Jazzy, and Jazzy will introduce Jazzy to the show. It's gonna be great. Um, and we're gonna get a little bit mindful and maybe a little more messy. Mostly messy. Mostly messy. Mostly messy. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us, and I can't wait to share that with you. We are Mindful Means Messy. My name is Jonah Price, and I'm Carlos Mendoza. And you can follow us on our website or any of our social media handles at Mind Meets Mess. Now that's MindMeetsMess.com, and all of our handles will be Mind Meets Mess, as well as you can follow our personal sites at Carlos D Mendoza on Instagram. And Jonah Price on Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter would be Price Jonah. Hey, guys, we'll check you later. And you can always call us or email us. Be sure to do that. You can email us at mindmeetsmess at gmail.com or call us if you have a topic that you want to talk about at 760-855-5601. That's 760-855-5601. And if we don't pick up, go ahead and leave a message. But that's all we got for you today. Talk to you later. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>